This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahmi. Welcome once again to the Come On Kind podcast here from the studios in KCLR. We are on season four, episode seven. Forgot to say it last week. It was episode six, episode seven tonight. Joined as always, because, well, I won't say always, she's back this week. She wasn't available last week by the wonderful Anya Fahi slash Farrell. Good evening, Anya. <laughs> Good evening, Martin. I still don't know which of them we're going to use at this uh, stage, but we'll anyway. See. We'll see. <laughs> Welcome. We missed you last week. Yeah. Great to have you back. Good. Thanks very much. And we're going to start very, very quickly and jump straight into things because the Electric Miner, the Electric Ireland Miner A Championship continues as it did last weekend. And our Kilkenny girls had an away game against Galway. It's a repeat of last year's All-Ireland semi-final. It was a tight, it was a tense affair. And as always, it was a brilliant game of Camogie but unfortunately Kilkenny came away with a one point loss in the game and their manager Mike Wall joins me on the line right now Good evening Mike how are you? How's it going Martin? Good be God unfortunately as I said uh, a point of a loss it's not the worst in the world I suppose because it's worked on a group stage and there's a couple of games to prepare for us and hopefully all going well the rest of the fixtures will go our way but uh, give us a rundown on how the match went um, Look Martin it was, it was um, horrible conditions I won't say it was the worst conditions we've ever played in but um, it rained for the entirety of the game the pitch was very heavy the ball was very very heavy and slow um, again not being not not talking with the Kilkenny hat on but I'd say we probably we, we probably dominated most of the game especially the first half we went in we went in six points to three up at half time now to be honest we were we were certainly good value for that if not a few points more a couple of um, harsh decisions went against us um, one being our, our goalkeeper being deemed to step outside the small square on a puck out which resulted in a 45 which they put over so that was again a kind of a kick into the teeth uh, again I thought it was not not criticising the ref but I just thought it was very very harsh to do like you know rather than going in and giving a warning it's not like she came out to the 14 to do it or anything like that um, but like we were in good we were in good we, 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 as I said we done the night line share of the score and we got four or six points from play and um, we actually hurled extremely well um, and like we started off Second half was a little bit tense, a little bit more tense. Um, they got a penalty, which again I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to the people who were there to see whether it was a penalty or not, but which they converted. And um, we went down the field and put over two other points to go two points up. And I think with about three minutes to go, three three and a half minutes to go, they got a free in midfield that was taken and deceived everyone and went the whole way to the net. Um, it's just one of these goals that from playing in goal myself I know when a ball drops in in a crowded area it's a complete and utter lottery and it missed everyone and it hit the AstroTurf and went into the net and like that turned out to be the last score of the game we had a couple of chances ourselves after that draw level but um, we, we just couldn't get the ball between the posts but all in all we were extremely disappointed but um we were we were delighted with the way the girls played. Like it's it, definitely like five scores to eight, 
I was just going to say it yeah it's a very low scoring affair um, when you come to it on the table like your level on score difference anyway you're neither plus nor minus scored 119 from the two games conceded 410 four goals conceded probably not too happy with that yourself because Kilkenny have normally especially at that age group been fairly well in defence and don't leave girls in too easily for goals um, but as we said earlier there is plenty of scope left in it because there's five games playing it that was only the second game in it so lots of time to rectify maybe silly mistakes Mike can progress on you now have Waterford coming up at the weekend as well Yeah well just to go back and pick you up on that Martin I think it would be very harsh to say that uh, especially on the defence yesterday that there was that, that they lead two goals like you know one was a was a penalty that from for me looked like the the, the foul if there was one took place on the 21 um, and the other goal came from you know from the 65 so I, our backs were absolutely fantastic yesterday so much sore that Galway never scored from play yesterday and um, you know out of our 4-10 um, conceded only 2-2 two, two of, uh, of that has been from play and don't get me wrong now I'm not criticising the defence either you know but like when you when you see four goals down I mean it was two goals conceded against Tipperary the last day as well whatever way they win and when you look at the stats it does say that Kilkenny conceded four goals out of their two games you know so when you're looking at it I wasn't at the game yesterday unfortunately because I was in uh, Nolan Park so I didn't know whether there were penalties etc so it's not me criticising the defence or anything that way in case anyone thinks it is just you don't normally see goals beside the away team when they come playing Kilkenny that's all I'm saying oh god yeah no I'm not saying no and I understood that Mark. I know you weren't you weren't saying it but I just I suppose I had to I had to you know just just give an overview of yeah no no fair uh, point yeah yeah of, of the you know to be honest some of the defending yesterday was was absolutely outstanding you know to go up to like I know you're dead right about the goals it's something we don't like we don't like see going in but on another uh, on another point of view like we have conceded in two matches we've conceded four scores from play so it's um, it's not uh, we, we could not have asked any more out of our defence yesterday so look it's um, it, it's very very disappointing we're certainly not making any excuses anyone that was up there yesterday said it was a, it, you know would, would say it was a game that could have gone on either way unfortunately it didn't go our way we're just going to have to dust ourselves off now and get ready for Waterford this weekend they come taking fast Mike uh, there's a, a small little lull of a break in between the, the middle uh, games and that but they don't get any easier either Waterford is up next and they had a very good victory against Cork uh, at the weekend as well which I think is their first time beating Cork underage in a very long time so it won't be an easy game going into it it's another away game but look I know you and I know the, the team and that and they're probably hurting after the weekend as well so you're going to be well prepared for that game the weekend like to think so we would like to think so Martin like look yeah, it was a brilliant result um, for Watford um, yesterday like you know and you're right well it's certainly in the first time in the last couple of years and I know there was a huge amount of work going on in Watford um, that they have been able to get over Cork as I said I no, we didn't see that game yesterday I know um, Watford came off at the wrong side of a of um, a lost uh, Galway the week before was there is like I think it was I think it was actually Paula who said it last week this really is an unknown championship um, you know from two years ago and even going to last year's championship compared to the to the previous years you're going off small groups and groups of trees so um, 
you know, it's, it's really, really hard to know. Like, Does that work better for yourselves, though, Mike, not having the smaller groups? Because we've said it in the past that if you lose your first or your second game, you're really under pressure to qualify out of the group. Whereas in this new format, you have five matches. So after the five matches, like if you haven't played well in most of the games, well, then you're not going to come out of the group. But at least there's that bit of scope that if you don't perform in one of the games or you lose by a fluky goal or something that way, that you're not automatically gone, that you have the chance to get the games back yeah I suppose look, that's a very good point Martin I suppose but on a, on a different point of view for, for regardless of qualifying or not qualifying this is still underage where girls are developing and all I think this new format is brilliant in relation to it gives at least five games um, like for argument's sake last year our first game and there was three in our group last year ourselves Waterford and Clare we we beat Waterford and we beat Clare fair enough that was grand Clare worked out the first week Clare lost to us the following week they turned around came down to Waterford lost to Waterford their championship is over you know in, in, in two weekends in the space of seven days their entire minor championship for the year was over it was very unfair it was uh, yeah you know it certainly benefited you know the the bigger teams. You know when you're looking at developments and all like that. Well, that's what we have to understand with underage. It is still development, and I'm a huge fan of this new format because it gives girls it gives girls a matter loads of games. Other than that, like we spoke last year, like our our All Ireland was, was over this time last year. It was actually this weekend last year. I spoke to you to so the same weekend we played. Water or Galway last year in the All Ireland semi final, and believe it or believe it or not, we scored two three then and lost. Um, I would never <laughs> thought we could see two three and lose. But um, it's amazing you know, how the, the wheel comes nearly full circle on all these things. The wheel comes full circle, yeah. So like this, this new format is great. Like, look, there's the whole group is wide open. Um, you know, Waterford, like. That's that's a body blow to Cork. Cork still has to turn around, and in, in Cork's last three games, they have to play Tipperary ourselves in Galway. Uh, in You're dead right. Three, it is wide open because if you take Galway with their two wins from two, they are sitting nicely with six points at the top of the table. But then you have Tipperary, Cork, Kilkenny, and Waterford all on three points each and vying for a spot. Now, I suppose the good thing about it is there's four teams going to come out of this group and contest the All Ireland semi final as well. So there's plenty of scope still there. As I said, four teams to qualify with only two teams not getting through to the knockout stages. So, you know, the prognosis when you look at it, Mike, is still good for Kilkenny to get to at least an All-Ireland semi-final in the next couple of weeks. Well, that's what we'd be hoping for, for Martin. Like, look, we know, we know now that we have to go down and like we 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 have to go down and be looking to pick up a win. And we look, we, we said we were we didn't care either we finished first, second, third, or fourth in the table because we we would still be we, we would still hopefully that we have more or less in the tank for the knockout stages. That was our main concern, or that was our main priority at the start of the year to get to the knockout stages, to get into a semi finals, to get one of those semi finals spots. As a matter of fact, we're still nobody knows uh, what way the draw is being done so we don't know if it benefits yet to finish first, second, third or fourth we have no idea we haven't been told that way yet we don't know if it's going to an open draw or anything like that so all, it's, all that we're hoping for is that you know we, we, get, we get the job done in Waterford on Sunday and uh, get something out of that game and then we look forward to Cork coming coming after that and then we'll finish it off against Dublin so but after the weekend now 
Look, as I said, we were hugely disappointed. It was actually, a, we hurled an awful lot better than we did against Tipperary the week previous. Um, so, look, as I said, very disappointed, very pleased with the performance. Yeah, no, I'm just looking at the um, the format that came out there from us as well uh, and it just says that the top four teams are qualifying for the semi-final. It doesn't actually say who's playing what or whether it's an open draw or anything for it. So, yeah, you're right. We don't know what way that is going to go yet. But look, as I said, Waterford is the next game coming up um, for you at the weekend. Uh, it's going to be another busy schedule and busy couple of weeks for you because after that then you have a home game against Cork on the 2nd of April. Uh, the 15th or 16th of April then you're going to be at home to Dublin uh, in the last game am I right on that I don't think there's one in between it is there am I missing something no yeah Um, so look there's still scope there look best of luck at the weekend against Waterford Um, no doubt we'll be chatting to you again next Monday uh, to see how that's going and hopefully it'll put you on the right road going forward to another spot in this year's All-Ireland Minor A semi-finals Fingers crossed. Thanks very much, Mark. No hassle at all, Mike. And as always, thanks a million for taking the call and taking time to join us here on Come On Kind. No matter at all. Enjoy. Good man. Thanks, Mike. That was Mike Wall, the minor manager there after their one-point defeat to Galway at the weekend. Anya, I think we will stay with the minor A championship while we're talking about it um, and see how we can go with it. So that game was a defeat. Uh, Obviously, Paula was here last week and I didn't ask her to comment on the minors because she's involved with them. She was hopeful of a potential win, but look, two, three to eight points, victory for Galway they are two wins from two but as I said earlier Waterford and Cork I mean Waterford had a fantastic victory um, at home to Cork 3-9 to 2-5 and Waterford are really on the crest of a wave at the minute with their senior team doing very well in 1-B mm-hmm. and is looking like that they're going to potentially push for promotion out yeah. of that division as well so things certainly looking up for the day show women yes oops I mean, sorry wrong <laughs> yeah that certainly is and I suppose that's a huge result for Waterford um, against Cork you know I suppose to beat Annie Cork team at any level it's it's a massive um, addition for any team and I suppose for Waterford who would and I think it would be fair to say like they are kind of an up and coming team as well like they've been putting in some really good games throughout the minor championship over the last couple of years but I think that's certainly a game that they're going to look to stand to and they're going to take an awful lot of confidence from them and they will because you know let's be fair everybody has this uh, would have a great matter of respect and they'd hold Cork to a very high standard particularly at underage because they always produce some really good underage teams especially at minor level like you could nearly say that it's between Cork, Kilkenny and Galway every year when it comes to a minor championship throw in Tipperary there as well so that result certainly for Waterford it's, it's absolutely brilliant you know I know it leaves them still down the still down the pegging order on the table but you know what if another couple of results can go their way they'll certainly be looking to, to come out there and maybe grab a fourth place position in for the qualifying of that you know they've two games played they've lost one and they've drew one they lost to Galway and we've seen now Galway have maintained their 100% record there so you know I think Cork will be I think Waterford will be going in quite confident into the into their game as well this weekend and, you know this is a huge game for both Kilkenny and, and for um, and for Waterford at the weekend so it'll be very interesting to see from a Kilkenny point of view obviously listen Mick you said they are disappointed it was a, a one point loss there and you know they would have been hoping to capitalise on the victory they had the week previous but nonetheless it's back to the drawing board for them and they just have to dust them down Galway always have really strong really strong minor squads and so they do and have with the last yeah, number of years exactly. as well exactly so you know it's, it's probably
probably no great shock that Galway are top of that table there and you know they're for, for they're after raking up five goals and 13 points in, in two games you know that's that's a great achievement for them too It certainly is the other result there in Gru our Division A then Orion A I should say is Tipperary into Dublin Tipperary 2-17 Dublin 5 points Dublin not going great mm-hmm. at the minute and we can see that they pushed Kilkenny really hard in the Leinster minor final a couple of weeks ago but um, they've really found it tough like Tipperary coming up uh, against them at the weekend and that's uh, not from two after two pretty good teams that they've met and it's not going to get any easier for them either. No, it's certainly not I suppose, you know, your opening round fixture there against Cork the first day, you know losing 321 to 8 points and then obviously only scoring 5 points against Tipperary, scoring 217, it's obviously going to be a massive blow for Dublin, they're obviously not going to be too happy with that, but again like you know, that's incredible scoreline there for Tipperary 217 and you know, they're sitting in second spot there again it's kind of, it's the main the main four counties that we see at C Senior level are really kind of pushing through on this, and you know you're kind of with the exception there of Waterford trying to slowly but surely break into it, and which doesn't always happen when it comes to the underage no, section. No, it certainly doesn't. Like, and you know what? I think I think if Waterford can you know push themselves to the limit, I think you know this weekend it's going to be a cracking game. Um, and let's be fair, we need it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we absolutely we need, we need new time. teams you know, coming. We do. We've been saying this all along everybody in the whole country who follows Camogie we're all probably neutrals anyway are definitely sick of looking at the same three teams always performing at the best we need to see new teams breaking into this and this is where the minor championship is so good it sets a precedent for those girls heading on into into the adult division whether they're playing junior intermediate or senior um, it kind of brings their standards with them and it progresses on the county that much as well so yeah listen it's a, it's the, the electric um, Ireland minor A championship is always a great one and it's a, it's a great accolade to win and a huge success will come from it it certainly is right that brings us to the games at the weekend then and as I said earlier to Mike the first up is an away game to Waterford uh, no times or venues on these at the minute but we're assuming they're going to be all two o'clock they're down for uh, Sunday afternoon at the minute it is in Waterford probably going to be the SETU arena or the old WIT arena but it's not confirmed yet but normally that's where Waterford do play their games but Waterford on the crest of a wave mm-hmm. at the minute you know they're coming in off a great win against Cork Kenny coming in the back of a defeat to Galway it's going to be tough but who's going to come out on top? Yeah listen you would be kind of expecting Kilkenny to come out with a victory on this I don't think you know again for the neutral spectator you're probably it's not going to be as easy as many people would think I think Washford are doing an awful lot of work there and I think Kilkenny will really want to bounce back from that at one point uh, defeat to Galway at the weekend uh, I think this is going to be a massive massive game for Washford. I feel like if Washford can win this game they will put uh, they will actually potentially shove themselves into a, a qualifying position um, for the semi-finals. So they weren't near enough to it at yeah, that stage. So, but yeah. you, I, would be, I would be thinking that Kilkenny would bounce back after that last weekend. Things don't get much easier for Dublin. Unfortunately, they're going to come up against Galway at the weekend, having played Tipperary mm-hmm. last weekend. So can they cause an upset? They are at home in this game, but Galway would probably fancy themselves. Yeah, I think so. I think when you kind of look at that, when you kind of look at the Galway performances, you would expect them to come out with a, with a good, solid victory there as well. That was short and sweet. Yeah. Right, Cork and Tipperary, <laughs> two neighbours coming up against one another. Always great battles down through the year. They played many a Camogie All-Ireland final as well at the minor A level. And this could be a humdinger of a mm. game and it could turn sour very, very quickly because Cork, when they're wounded, are very dangerous. Tipperary are going in with a win. Cork going in with a defeat. Can you see a winner coming out of this or potentially a draw up to you to decide? Give us your verdict. Do you know what? I do 
do think that this is a, this is certainly going to be a must-win game for uh, for Cork. Um, I think that they'll feel that having the defeat to Waterford the week previous, that they are going to have to really kind of plug um, plug a good one out of the bag this week. And who better to do it against Tipperary? And saying that Tipperary are going very very well. They're going very very well at adult level as well with their senior team going extremely well. But you know, down in Cork, as you said, they're wounded at the moment. They're hurt. They're going to certainly want to get um, going to want to get a, a win under their belt. And you know, you might just think that Cork would just about scrape this, but Tipperary seem to be on form as well. It could be an open championship, yeah. as we said, four teams to come out of it. So after two rounds already, we're coming up to round three. Who do you think that the four teams are going to come out of this for the All Ireland semi finals? Are who do I think or who do I want? Who do you think? We know we want Kilkenny to be in it, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, but who's the four teams that you think realistically are going to be the four teams contesting this year's minor A semi final? Well, I think you're definitely going to be looking at Galway anyway. Um, Kilkenny. I, I honestly think if. Um, I, I think if Tipperary beat Cork this weekend, I think you're going to have Tipperary and Washford in it. Okay. I, I'd love to see Washford breaking into that, breaking into that last four. I think it would be that would be a massive, massive opportunity for it them. Would be some boost for them. It'd in be fairness. brilliant for them, and it would be really good for Camogie. You know, and I'm not saying anything against Cork, but I do, I do feel like if Tipperary can get the edge over Cork this weekend, which I don't know if they will or not, I do think it's going to put Cork under an awful lot of pressure. Now, in saying that, Washford would potentially have to be Kilkenny to kind of really cement themselves, and I can't see that happening either. But you know, in hindsight, it would be great to see Washford. Yeah, I think Galway, Tipperary, Kilkenny, Washford. Okay. I would be hoping. I'd, be lo- hoping. I'd love to see Washford. I do. And I think anybody outside of Camogie would also love to see Washford, a new team coming into the fray there as well. Well, we're moving on to the B division then. This is the Electric Minor, minor B All-Ireland Championship. And our neighbours in Carlow um, are going very, very well, to be fair to them. They've had two wins from two. The first day they played was against Derry. And that was away. And they came away with a victory. Uh, last weekend, they were in the Netwatch Training Centre in uh, Fenna and came away with another victory 2-5 to 1-4 or 11 points to 7 which puts them joint top of the tables with Roscommon on 6 points apiece and going very well now again there's 4 teams to come out of this in to qualify for the All-Ireland semi-finals but Carlo and Roscommon are certainly setting a standard at the minute and from what I can gather I was talking to Noel Lillis earlier he's one of the selectors their manager is Shane Murray he's a Mount Leinster Rangers man he's originally from Westmeath and they beat Westmeath at the weekend so you can imagine he was delighted for himself but Noel Lillis was at a game where one of a minor scored Mm. a goal from a sideline cut against Derry brilliant from a sideline cut yeah I mean whatever about scoring two points from a sideline cut to score a goal from a sideline cut is unreal and there was someone else that I remember doing that and it actually came out on Lake Regale um, a couple of weeks ago as well where Ann Dalton was playing in a game against Tipperary if you remember in Semple Stadium and she took a sideline cut and deceived everyone and went straight into the net as well and as soon as Noel sent me that message that image and mm. that video I can vividly see it exactly where where it landed in the net and the whole lot so uh, not something you see very often but a great skill to have yeah oh my god it's you know we've been crying out just to see it happen in matches throughout the league we've, as well we've never like come no, on we've people. never seen it and we really want to see it um, and then you know for a player to stand up and to be able to score a goal it's actually it's here's a trivia question for you now if a two point is scored in a camogie match what is the signal from the umpire 
Do you know? I haven't a clue. Is it like American football where they come out? No, it's like the Aussie rules when they put the two fingers out for their goal yeah. and your man literally come out and they just point down with the two fingers out the way. I don't know who came up with that idea or whatever. But yeah, see the producer here. But you know why she was listening? Because she was at one of the conversion courses recently where Justin Heffernan, who was our tutor, told so everyone what it was. So she was listening. Yeah, fair play to you, Lil. See? <laughs> right. Keeping in line with uh, Ryan, uh, the minor B. So uh, the other results in that then was Kildare and Leash. Leash having a very good win at minor level because things mightn't be going well for them uh, at adult level but they certainly have a good win there 114 to 16 against Kildare and in the other game Roscommon as we said 4-8 to 1-6 and no doubt that our pal Teresa Row, yes, couldn't think of the surname there for a minute. We'll be very happy with Ross Common's progress in that one. Now, moving on to this weekend's games Westmeath and Leash in the minor B. Who do you think are going to come out of that one? Can I'm, you? I'm just going to give one worded answer to this because, to be fair, like I don't, tra- I don't have as much knowledge on them as I probably should. Um, well, I put it this way to you: Meat. Uh, I've seen Westmeath play because only because I was at the minor finals and they played Kildare in the first game, and it was such a close game. Westmeath have a lovely brand of camogie to play at mm. that age group. If it was me that was calling this and I'm going to tell you who I know it is who would you be giving the nod to first okay I think I will I think I'm going to go for Leash you're going to go for Westmead correct yeah. just from what I've seen See, from never the two matches you. yeah okay but that's just a, you know, there's no one, of these, days, one of these days we're going to put you uh, your head on the chopping block here and you're going to start um, I tell you one thing if we ever start agreeing <laughs> with one another I'm going to fall off this chair that I'm sitting in right now I'm going <laughs> Right, so you're going with Leash and I'm going with Westmeath in this one anyway. Yeah. Right, Derry and Kildare in the second game. Who's going to come out of this one? I'm going to go Derry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I, I probably would give Derry the nod myself in this one. Now, already, a top of the table clash. Carlo and Ross Common at the weekend. Who's going to come out of this one? Carlo. I'm going I'm putting my head on the line here for Carlo I think they're doing really really well I'm at minor level and I think they're doing extremely well with their um, intermediate team as well um, who are playing in Division 3 is it? Yep we're going to come to yeah. that shortly yeah. um, and I just think that they're really there's something really powerful about Carlo at the, mo- at the moment and I think you know an awful lot of new faces after coming in there and it's after it's showing it's showing with the performances that they're putting in and it's showing that the progression that's been done in Carlo as well Yep the success is, uh, is really founded there um, and well done to everyone involved in Carlo and I know Mike Condell who's the chair above in Carlo there will be delighted with everybody's progress right that concludes the minor uh, games that we had at the weekend we're going to move on to the very Camogie League and we're going to start with Division 1A where we had matches at the weekend so uh, last weekend was the 18th of March and the first game that we are going to do is Galway and Dublin now you weren't here for any of these matches last week Paula did call some of these she was right on some she wasn't right on a lot of them but anyway we're going to put you back in the spotlight so uh, Galway had a 114 to 9 point victory over Dublin Tipperary had an easy 120 to 7 points win over Clare it was 14 points to no score at half time in that game Uh, I was talking to one of Liz Dempsey's umpires yesterday and uh, 
Yeah, he was telling me that. Um, and then we were obviously in UPMC in Oldham Park for the very earliest Camogie game that I have ever been at. It was the curtain raiser to the Waterford and Kilkenny hurling match. And the early start certainly suited Cork because they came blistering away. And as I said to Matthew Toomey yesterday, we're going to hear from him shortly. As long as I'm involved, I have never seen Cork score 23 points yeah. in a camogie game. It's normally tense. It's tactical. There's a couple of points in it. Mm. But I've seen a, a, an article from Dara O'Concour because he was talking to Matthew Toomey as well um, afterwards or he phoned him or whatever and had the article up online. And Fiona Keating has got a new role under... Matthew Toomey yeah. you can see that from yeah. the performance she put in yesterday mm-hmm. she was brilliant she was absolutely brilliant she just like it's it's her whole running game like I suppose we'd probably been very familiar with her she put, would play centre forward in the All-Ireland final last year and you know I think from the top of my head mista- I correct me now if I'm mistaken I think she scored 1-1 in the All-Ireland final last year and it was from her just literally cutting straight through the heart of the Kilkenny defence she did that again at the weekend I think was it did we count 8 points that the midfield pairing had scored nine in total when you finished it yeah like they were just absolutely phenomenal and you can see exactly what they were trying to do it's a serious running game and you know I think this is what they're bringing this is what they're after bringing to themselves this year now Cork have always been really good at the running game but I think they're after bringing it to a whole new level their half backs and everything are just constantly running the two Kleena Healy was just running and running as well and you know what you'd have to say Cork certainly did deserve their 10 point victory very very disappointing performance from Kilkenny and I hate and I like I'm I definitely one that will not criticize them and I I don't like criticizing the girls at all but I I I do genuinely feel that um that was uh, <sighs> by far probably one of the poorest performances we've seen in a Kilkenny jersey and again I don't want to be critical but I'm not going to But it's not been critical you know, it's, I'm it's not been realistic and, at this and, stage and, you know, say like praise them and do the whole lot like because as we've always said we hold these girls to a very high standard we do they're all Ireland champions for a reason I'm not going to make up the excuse anymore that they were away on a holiday that's done that's dusted we're now in the middle towards the end of March Right there sorry for cutting across you at the minute because I am going to cut this little uh, exercise short for the time yeah. being I'm going to bounce back because we were just talking about the minor uh, championships and we were on mm-hmm. about Carlo and a very good start that they had and we had tried Shane earlier but we couldn't get him on the line because we had difficulties but I am delighted to say that we have Shane Murray a Mount Leinster Rangers man and as I said originally from Westmeath is now over the Carlo minor team and they as we have alluded to earlier had a great victory uh, at the weekend as well Shane thank you so much for joining us on Come On Kind this evening you're most yep. welcome and uh Yep. Well, done on, well done on a, a fantastic victory over the weekend. You must be delighted with the way Carlo have started. Two wins from two, sitting nicely, a joint top of the table there with Roscommon. But more importantly, it's been a couple of barren years for Carlo when it comes to underage success. But it's certainly going in the right direction for you this year. Yeah, look, we had a good win there again, Westmead. We played Westmead there about uh, about a month ago up in Multi Farm in Mullingar and the best by about seven or eight points that day. But look, we didn't have a fully strong team up there that day when we played them. And I was fairly confident getting Westmead down to Senna that we'd we'd beat, we'd take them on Sunday, you know. So they can, and two weeks before that, we travelled up to Derry and it was, uh, it was a long day travelling the whole way to Derry because we were on the bus from half seven that morning and, and most of us were back till half ten that night. But um, there's not too many teams go up to Carlow 
are up to Derry and get a win and they played very well you know because we were nine points down at one stage at half time and there was a few harsh words said at half time but lucky the girls pulled it out of the bag and the, 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 was very proud of them that day you know Well as we've known any adult team going to Derry finds it very hard to win never mind underage um, and you're dead right it is a fairly long journey up as well but obviously it was your first game it was great yeah. to get that under the belt it was great to come away with the victory but then to match it next or last weekend as well when yeah. you came up against Westmeath and That's you're putting right. big scores up like 6-11 in two games at minor yeah. level is brilliant scoring Shane so I mean you must be really instilling a bit of confidence I suppose that also has to come from the fact that the junior team is doing very well in the That's National right, yeah. League as well Yes, this chap has the, has, the, has the intermediate team and junior team in Carroll going well. I did, we're we're after putting a lot. We're together now with that Carroll minor team since January. Now, I have Desi Ward is as joint manager with me myself on the team, and then we have Anne and we have James and Van Marie and we have Noel, and uh, we have a, we have a good backroom team. Like there's there's a lot of work gone into them there since uh, January. Like they were doing strength and conditioning in Skok was seen in the black and white hurling pitch in, inside, and Desi's after doing a lot of work with them there for. Uh, seven or eight weeks and we just got eventually got hurling we knew we, we played a couple of challenge matches we played Waterford there at the start of the year but like Waterford were way ahead of us in in their development than, than what we were do you know what I mean so look just it's, 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 things are kind of falling into place now the last two weeks so we've Common now on Sunday I know Common bet Leash there the weekend we played Leash there earlier on in the in the Leinster part of it Leash bet us but, uh, but still we were, we were missing a lot of players because uh, the school as you know Border school was going in the in All Ireland final uh, schools final. That's so right. We were, kind of, we were kind of holding on to some of them girls that, we, and now they're on board now. So it's great to have them back on board with us on the minor teams. You know, we were just talking to the Kilkenny minor manager Mike Wall earlier on as well, and the new format certainly seems to be working well for a lot of the counties. Before it used to be the smaller groups, as you know, and you know you yeah. lose your first game or your second game, and you're under pressure. But with this format, you know you can have a bad day and you can still qualify. Yeah. Out of it, so like the DA, there's four teams going to qualify out of the semi final, and right. already you certainly have one foot there. So, I mean, yeah. that's great progress for Carlo, considering where they were with the last number of years. That's right, that's correct. Yeah, because like it's great, like we, we've six games, and it's like we've, we've Ross Common now this weekend, and then we've Leash, and then Kildare in our last game. So, we're looking like there, the Derry match was the only game we really had to travel. We have to travel to Kildare in our last match, which is which is it's only up the road as well. So, like, it's it's great. The girls are getting loads of games, and look at their. They're going to be going back to their clubs in, 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 at the end of April and look at from what they've learned with us in the county team, they'll bring it back to their clubs and it's, it's, it's all to improve the, the Camogie in County Carlow, you know. Shane, there's a small pool to pick as most people would know in Carlow. You're not the biggest county to be fair no. to you and that's no. not disrespectful but no. it's just there's not a huge number of clubs in it. So to be able to pull players together and actually do as well as you're doing now this year which is great and we're delighted yeah. to see Carlow yeah. again up at the top of the table and we really want them to go far this year and progress along and it is brilliant but how much of confidence would that give all of the rest of Carlow coming from behind you for your under-16s, your under 14s etc if you yeah. could get a victory and even get promoted up then to oh, either be, the Shield yeah. or up to the, the A yeah, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a massive boost for Carlo Camogie like there's there's serious amount of work going on at underage under 14 under 16 like uh, like we 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 train we take over from the training from the under 16s to be training before us and there's nearly 60 girls that, was, that, that went in for the under 16 team this year for the Camogie team you know wow. the minor team the minor team is a bit smaller pool or whatever it's just uh, they're probably some girls at that 
there's girls doing their leaving cert there's some girls in college or whatever and it's, it's hard to get them but look we've, we have a good little team there at the moment now and, and uh, we're happy the way things are going at the moment you know Yeah well we're certainly delighted to see you doing so well as well Shane thanks a million for joining me your first time on the Come On Coin podcast yeah. hopefully it won't be the last uh, I want to thank Noel for putting me in contact with you because I know Noel from yeah. uh, the Camogie end of things and from a course that we're doing together at the minute as well so uh, great that he put me in contact with you delighted we were able to get to chat to you yeah. the best of luck at the weekend and hopefully Perfect. it won't be the last time that we'll be chatting with you Good man, thanks a million. Shane, appreciate that. That was bye bye. Shane Murray, the Carlo Minor Manager. And I know, Anya, I'm jumping from Billy to Jack a small bit like I was doing with uh, Paula last week as well. But um, great to be able to hear from Shane. We were trying to get him earlier on, uh, but just due to technical issues, we couldn't do it. Right, we're going to go all the way back as we were to the very uh, Camogie leagues that we were talking about. And I'm trying to put it back up on my screen here now because I have pages in front of me, but I hate pages pages when they're all uh, muddled up all over the place. So, what were we doing? We were doing uh, the Cork and Kilkenny. That's right, what you were talking about. I don't mean the way you gave them to me. I just don't like too many pages around. Nothing to do with your production end of things at all at all, madam. Right, Anya. <laughs> continue our discussion with the... Uh, right, we won't... No, you were finished with Cork and Kilkenny, so yeah, you weren't criticising anyone in case no. anyone is thinking. Um, just it hasn't been uh, a good league, I suppose. But the last game against Tipperary at uh, the week end is coming up it's in the air at the minute where it's going to be because the the issue with pitches etc all around the place at the minute it's impossible to get um, to get pitches even but how much of an important game is this because last year Kilkenny went through the season unbeaten yeah uh, didn't qualify for the league just down to scoring difference mm-hmm. flip it 12 months over yeah four matches played they've lost three already so it's completely different now we know that there's girls injured as well yeah, and there's yeah. girls to come back and we know that probably at this stage now Miriam Welsh is missing for the league we don't yeah. know how many more games that she is going to be playing or missing for yeah um how big a game is the one against Tipperary like for confidence wise going into the Leinster Championship it's huge I think it's huge when you look at Tipperary there they certainly are in flying form now at the moment you know they've had you know three wins from four games where you flip it and look at Kilkenny whereas they've had three losses from four games and I think Tipperary will certainly be going into this like you know literally craving that win um, that craving that win against Kilkenny especially in the in the in Kilkenny's own backyard and you know I think you have to be fair and we have to be realistic to it the way that Tipperary are certainly performing at the moment they certainly are worth their money going into this game it's a massive game I think for uh, Brian Dowell and the lads like okay I know probably deep down that they're not really thinking about the league and they know that the league is, is definitely gone within their grasp now at the moment but I do think that they, they certainly need to get a good performance heading into a Leinster Championship um, as you said Miriam let's be let's be realistic she's not going to play in the rest of the league anyway at this stage well there's um, only one more match yeah, left exactly. in it now so anyway she, like, so. she's not going to be she's not going to be featuring um, I think Denise Gall for me you know was a huge huge loss to Kilkenny last weekend um, and I, I just I just feel like you know he is they have been like trying out new players and you know a couple of guys like it was great to see Nee Phelan getting a run there at the weekend um, but I would love to see more new players kind of getting in there and developed and using these league games to develop them and push them on um, for this for the Leinster Championship I suppose the one win against Dublin kind of gave him 
a cushion to a certain degree. Now I'm just looking at the table here at the minute and I know Clare and Dublin are playing the weekend so even if Clare was to win that game and Kilkenny were to lose to Tipperary it's not going to make any difference because the bottom team is going to be relegated yeah. which looks like Dublin. If Dublin do win that game against Clare though it potentially could have implications for Kilkenny because all three teams if they did lose would be on three points Mm -hmm. and then as far as I know it would go on scoring difference because it can't go on a head-to-head when there's two or more teams involved in it if that was the case now I know there's 35 odd points difference mm-hmm. at the minute but like we've seen with the the UL um, debacle going on uh, with GCU in the Ashbourne Cup and someone winning be 34 points it's not beyond the bounds of possibility that it could happen yeah. um, I don't think it will happen yeah. but we haven't mentioned relegation but it still is a possibility I think it's probably a topic of conversation we really don't want to. No, we don't. We don't want to be having. Um, I know what you're saying in hindsight. You know, depending on results and all that, it, it could be a, it could be potentially happen. Um, well, and I'm just putting this in context because I know what you're saying. It would be nice to try out different players, etc. Yeah. It is the last game in the league, right? But you take their 35 points of a difference between Kilkenny and Dublin, Dublin at the minute. Yep. If Kilkenny were to lose that game, we'll say by the same margin that they lost to Cork. So that's 20 points. Yeah. So that's going to put them on minus 20. You're then only looking at 25 points of a difference mm-hmm. in the match between Dublin and Clare, Clare, potentially, which is a lot better when you look at it that way than 35 points. And that's only a conservative if it was only 10 points in the difference. Now, we're not going to say that Kilkenny is going to lose. Yeah. But again, like the Carlo Hurlers when we were talking uh, earlier on on full time with Terence Kelly it hasn't been talked about because realistically we sh- nearly shouldn't be talking about it but we are now talking about it because there is a possibility yeah like I like you know there is a possibility in it but again <laughs> I really really don't want to speak about Kilkenny being relegated like I, I, I genuinely I don't think it's going to happen but I do think that Kilkenny still need to pluck up some sort of a performance well, here. They do I think need a big performance. Regardless, and, and I know the lads are probably looking at it now like, okay, look at the performance that they put in last weekend. It wasn't, it, was, it just wasn't good enough. It wasn't a good performance. If you had said that they were bet and they performed, you could take something from that. But it's the fact that they were bet and performed very, very poor. Now, there was some positives out of the game, but they were very few. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what one I found one of the positives was actually Kellyanne Doyle getting a full getting a full sixty minutes, yep. and it's great to see her back in there. I think she's going to be a massive, massive addition for it. Um, I, I think, think Asha McCarty was a good positive as well. She's in the a good corner. positive. I, where I do think they are kind of caught at the moment though is going to be that full forward line. Um, I do think Miriam is going to be. She's going to. She's a big. She's going to be a, a big boots to fill in there yeah. and I know that they have been trying like Julianne and Katie inside okay for me and I know Julianne got that goal that oh my god like it was unbelievable it like, was it was crazy yeah. it, was, it was absolutely ridiculous but I think Julianne Malone is way better out on the half forward line I think what she offers her work rate out on that half forward line the way she's able to drift back she's not afraid to go back as far as her half back line drive that ball over she's well able to get four or five points um, in a game from the half forward line I think Katie Power as well I think We've had this discussion. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, she but, works better, I think, at midfield. She does. Let her roam around, let her yeah. run around, let her grab the loose ball, let her get in. Like, you know, and really, Katie Power is clever. She's clever at delivering a really, really good ball. 
and I think having the two of the girls and I totally get what the lads are trying to do they're obviously trying to like you know work because you need a full forward you need a, a full forward that's going to have a massive impact on it we've been very privileged the last couple of years that we actually had had Miriam Walsh in that situation and but I just don't think the two girls that they're trying there at the moment are going to be in that situation. I think it's taken away from their game. I think it's allow it's inviting other teams on to to uh, to a weaker to a weaker side of the Kilkenny to, to Kilkenny. And this game. is not me criticizing either. Okay, it's no, only, we're not no, criticizing no, them. No, I, no, we feel the, like they're better. What I'm going to say next is just a comment that I feel. Yeah, I feel our full forward line is too light. Yeah, they're brilliant players, mm. but when someone comes up that is a bit bulkier um, and I mean that strength wise yeah. and you know they've a lot more uh, experienced in the gym and they've been at it for years etc mm-hmm. when some of our girls hit off them they're getting brushed aside a mm-hmm. little bit too easy again it's not a criticism yeah. it's just a fact that some of the other teams are a bit bulkier when it comes to SNC wise mm. than some of our girls but we have skillful players and we need to get the skillful players involved in it but you're then caught between a catch 22 of having some Someone like Katie Power Juliana as a focal point in there mm-hmm. instead of Miriam but then you're missing them from out the field as yeah. well and like we have to remember as well Katie Nolan is going to come back into the fray as well and I think hopefully she's, and she's a yeah, big miss she's as well be huge. but you know who I actually think is a, is a massive loss and we probably haven't discussed her that much this year because she's obviously gone away travelling is Mary, Mary O'Connell, O'Connell yeah. she's a but the reason we haven't missed yeah. or talked about her is because she is going to be gone yeah, for the she's year she's going to be gone for the year and, like, and I think what Mary is after offering you know to that Kilkenny team over the last couple of years I think it's been absolutely influential um, you know I think Jenny Clifford I, th- I thought her work rate now I know she didn't start the last day but I thought like I thought she was working really really well inside that I would have to agree line. with you like, and I think she has been putting in an awful lot of work and you know who actually impressed me when they came on I felt like she wasn't afraid to get stuck in she wasn't able to pull out the ball it was Ashlyn Curtis when she yeah. came onto the field like I thought she was, was on so very unlucky. unlucky with that goal yeah, really, I mean really we, we have to commend Amy Lee what yeah. an unbelievable save like that she pulled off it wouldn't have helped in the no. matter of when it came to but on the score line it would have made things look a lot better but yeah. unbelievable Unbelievable save. I mean, she must have only been about five or six yards when she was taking that shot yeah, on her. And even like, if you look at the way Ashton Curtis had to get that ball, like there was definitely about six or seven players in around her. She had no right in hell to get nope. that ball. But you look at it, she's it, she's such a really kind of a unique way of the way she hurls. Like, and she, it's like she, she has these long strides as well. But it's when she gets down in a ruck, she gets down really nice and low and she's well able to come out and she's like, she swivels around with the ball. But like, she got that ball and she literally just hit it straight away. Like, she, she had the vision to go for the goal. Now, it was an absolute absolutely outstanding um, save there by Amy Lee but I do think like you know we're looking at some of these girls coming in I'd love to see them get mo- get more time and especially next weekend I know okay they're going to be looking at it and I suppose if you kind of look at the, the fact that relegation or whatever the case may be and Look it's, o- results, it's only mathematically, mathematically that it could yeah, but possibly, I would still yeah. love to see the likes I'd love to see Ashlyn Curtis Getting getting the start, getting a good 40, 45 minutes. They have minutes. nothing to lose as no, such. Throw her into there. Give her give her that game time as well. Emma Minogue, we've seen her. James Stevens, we've seen her TUD. She only got a couple of minutes the other day. Didn't really look like she was in it much or whatever the case would be. But again, throw her in there. Let her get into it against Tipperary. Tipperary are going to come with a massive, massive game this weekend. They know that if they can get a win, they've more or less 
you know, got their place in a league semi final. Not even a semi final, top two teams are qualifying yeah, for the final. final. Yeah. So like they're literally they're coming and they're going to come hungry and you know, for 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 Tipperary they're going to be looking at this. Well, this is the All Ireland champions. This is the standard that we need to be at now at this stage of the year. So I think they're going to push hard. Well, we did catch up with well, I caught up with the two managers afterwards. Matthew Toomey was absolutely delighted. Mm-hmm. He's a listener to our podcast, so we haven't talked about Cork yet. I've been warned we're not allowed to put them up though at the top of the table yet to be contenders for the league final but anyway I caught up with a dejected Brian Dowling and it's amazing where 48 hours beforehand he was celebrating as manager in Crow Park with his yeah. Kieran's College side who had won the Crow Cup final for the 24th time and we want to congratulate him and all of St. Kieran's on a brilliant victory mm-hmm. in that one but it's amazing when you're down and out how down that you actually can be and here's Brian having a chat with me afterwards Brian Dowling disappointment etched all over your face complete opposite of a Friday by the way congratulations on Friday first of all but different kettle of fish here in UPMC known apart today Cork going away with a 10 point victory give us your overall thoughts of the match thanks Friday seems a long way away now um, no just very disappointed we just didn't play well today I don't know what reason we did brilliant training the last two weeks everyone's going good came in today thought we started well you know first 15 minutes match Cork for everywhere we could but after that then Cork were far the better team and no, just no excuses not good enough simple as that you certainly started very well and even up for the 10 or 15 minutes just tip for tap between both of you but Cork just seemed to hit a couple of purple patches in the first half got four points in the trot and two first half spells and that really set him up going in at half time break yeah look Cork are flying in fairness they're hammering everyone so far in the league you know, tip probably put it up to him but you know Cork put up big scores up until today or as well as today and you know they scored like, 22 three points there today against us so look again it's just disappointing we were bit all over the pitch really you know there's, there's no a couple of young girls on the team and let's be fair it was a very young team there when you finished the game as well and I know maybe there was nothing really to play for at the start of the game was that the, the reason of trying to blood in a couple of young players and throw them in as a, a game especially with the likes of Cork well look I suppose it was the girls deserved to come in because the girls on the pitch weren't performing simple as that so you know instead of just try a few different things and see what happened um, you know look we probably were going to leave before today but we treat this game like any, any other time once been our best performance possible and we just didn't do that today uh, I said I can't put my hand on finger on why but look I know these girls and we'll just get going again we've uh, you know played tip next Saturday and once that's over then we've a big block of training for Leinster and Senior and uh, all Ireland series and we just have to get ourselves right for that now Looking at the overall scheme of things where you are at the minute and compared to last year and I know you're not pushing the panic buttons yet but are things progressing the way you want them to progress that way forward or are you slightly behind where you would like to be? Well, look obviously performance like that today is not what we want so you know that's not good enough and that's not what we're all about but look we're trying to put it right you know I can't fault the girls effort you know the training that they're putting in they're working really really hard but it's just not happening in the matches at the moment um, look we just need to get everybody back on the field get our strongest team and just try to go from there and try to improve well I know you're disappointed thanks a million for having a chat with us alright thanks Martin yeah you can hear the disappointment in his voice and as he said nobody is uh, taking the team's commitment or anything uh, out of context or for granted or anything that way because they really did perform as much as they can but everything is like chalk and cheese you have winners you have runners up and um, 
Kilkenny runners up at the weekend coming away with a very heavy defeat on the other hand you have Matthew Toomey who was the Cork manager bet in an All-Ireland final last year by the same opposition by a lonely point they come down to your backyard in UPMC Nolan Park they come away with a 13 point victory and you can understand that Matthew Toomey was a little bit happy Matthew Toomey what a performance by Cork you came up to Kilkenny's backyard here in UPMC Nolan Park putting 23 points on the scoreboard you're a happy man going home I'd be happy with uh, the performance um, there, was, there was a lot of good points to it in fairness like, but um, look we know it's only March like Kilkenny be back we, we know doubt about that like, but look all we have to worry about is today and we're happy with the performance today there's certain things we, we weren't happy with like, but that's I suppose, a good place to be coming away from here you certainly worked on your poke out strategy for the week because I think you had 100% record in the first half alone yeah. there they were absolutely exceptional and so was Amy Lee in the goal she pulled off a fantastic save towards yeah. the end there unreal world class uh, it, was, it was good no yeah, great save like she, she ordered because she was she left one or two balls down inside her she, she gave Cape Power an opportunity to get a goal but look yeah, we, we, there's a lot of work being done you know we, I suppose from last year we had to learn a lot um, I suppose we looked at ourselves and said I, do, I didn't think we were playing the right kind of brand of hurling we had to look at ourselves this year to put our own mark on us yeah, play the hurling we think we, we, we we're capable of playing, you know. So we're trying out. We're, we're far from perfect at the moment, but it's like you know, we're still learning a lot with it. But look, you know, anytime you come up to Northern Park, people can It's you know, you have to be happy. Like, but we're not getting carried away, and like, I've no doubt can he be there when when the the heating's being turned on in the, the end of the year. Like you said, it is early days. A bit yeah. like a Kenny at the minute. You have an awful lot of injuries. Four yeah. cruciates yeah. that was done before Christmas as well. I it's mean, it, it seems to be prevalent in women's sport at the minute that there's an awful lot of women that's actually getting ACL injuries. It's, it's unreal. Like, like I, I don't know the extent of Murray Watch's injury there. No, like, but I, I, I went over to it because like, I today she's not playing today. You know that, that's <laughs> you have to be honest about that. Like, but look, you have to like fierce admiration for I think she's an incredible hurler and you want to see her back out in the field as, as fast as you can like and you know but it's unreal we've four cruciates we, I think we've nine injuries today you know it's, it's just insane what's I, like we, we can't put a footing around we're like we're, we've all the exports going up to the century and all this kind of stuff it's just it's incredible you know it's sad because look we want the best of our players in the game out playing the game like you know we want to go toe to toe with Kilkenny with their full squad and I'm sure I know Brian Dowling well at this stage you know, he's the same with us like you know of course we want to win but you want the best players out there, but it's just it's sad to see it really like. Look, Kenny and Cork always bring out the best in yeah. one another. They really do. Great it respect. might not have been a classic here no, no, today, no, no. but to be fair to you, as long as I'm involved, I've never seen you put up 23 points. You're yeah. certainly working on your scoring. Uh, you have to, like as, as I say, look, you know, we've one thing we have, yeah. we've a load of legs out there, like so we have to use that. Like there's no point having the players up there and putting balls, and so we're trying to run. It's the spread of scores, I suppose. What we were happy with, like uh, like you know, I'd say nearly all our forward scores. Today, that's what you want, and the feel the chipping in as well it's just look as I say we're very very happy but I'll be going home here no, I, I won't be having the champagne and anything like you know very very level headed with this kind of thing you know we've been here before in the league final last year we end up with nothing so look we'll see how it goes so what you're telling me is we can't make you favours for the league final on the podcast so we don't put on the podcast I'm watching I'm listening out for you alright yeah 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 no look fair play to you no look we're happy out but as I say it's March well, look congratulations yeah. and thanks for having a chat with Casey and Arthur have to say really enjoyed that interview with uh, Matthew Toomey and nice to know that at least someone in Cork is listening to us anyway on you <laughs> yeah do you know what? he comes uh, he comes across as really grounded doesn't he like, oh yeah, yeah. And, you know he's he's right like it is only March he's not going to lose the runs himself as he says he was in the same situation last year they were in a league final and you know 
they don't have anything to show for the performances that they gave in the league last year I think it actually shows something and I think Don Loke said it uh, on uh, League Sunday going back a couple of weeks ago that when you look at all of the results all down through the years how many teams actually look at a league final and yeah. say well I can remember that you know it's championship is the yeah. one that everyone wants to win and uh, you can hear that that Matthew Tumi won't be taking anything for granted early on in March either right the other games going ahead the weekend is going to be clear in Dublin and as we said this one really has implications more so probably for Dublin on you um, than anything else at the minute I mean I know mathematically we said we could be in a relegation uh, battle with the three if results go their way but if Clare was to come away with the victory um, at the weekend that would relegate Dublin Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, okay, so Clare started off the league absolutely brilliantly. They really did. They hit a and great. Then it like they fell asunder completely. And like, I was actually expecting big things from them when they were going down to Cork because I was speaking to the manager for Clare after that match, and like, you knew by him, he was quietly confident going into the following week against Cork. And next thing, they completely just. Capitulated, yeah. Do you know what I like? And I think now, and to be honest with you, I think that result, I think that Kilkenny result um, in the first day, I think that's probably after saving their bacon a bit, to be fair, when it comes to relegation here. Um, I would be, you're kind of hoping that Clare do win, so it kind of puts the thoughts of relegation well and truly out of the back of Kilkenny's mind. I don't think Kilkenny are going to be relegated anyway at all. But um, yeah, And I don't either. But yeah, you, yeah, when you're doing these things, you have, you have to say to, it is in the bounds yeah. of possibility. I would be expecting Clare to come away with a victory. I think Dublin just aren't really performing. They're not performing well at the moment at all. Um, like, they're, well, they're not to, even to getting To be fair to up. them, they're probably performing, but they're not performing to their ability. No. Like, but, we, we, I, don't, I don't know what happened to Dublin because if you can remember going back a good few years ago and I think you were even still playing with the intermediates potentially at the time we played Dublin in an All-Ireland semi-final below on the Gaelic grounds in Limerick mm-hmm. and found it so tough to beat them Yes, it was unreal and we said to ourselves coming out of the Gaelic grounds it was really a game that we were put to the pain of our collars with Dublin is back they're going to be there or thereabouts with the next couple of years mm-hmm. and we haven't seen them no. at all at all it was that era where they had, um, oh my God, David Herty over the month. I think it was that year, yeah. Was, yeah, and like they had literally, they had just done so well. They had, you could see, we actually, I think everybody thought this was going to start of a new evolution for Dublin Camogie and it just just seemed to just fall away from that. But I think when you kind of look at, when you look at Dublin, you know, they've played four games, they've only scored 131, whereas you look at Cork scoring 23 points in one game, you know, like it, it is... Well, you look at Cork, 673 scored, Tipperary, yeah. 854. Mm. But you know what the biggest shock when you look at all them, the biggest shock for me is actually what Galway have conceded 5.44 Yeah which you don't normally see no, too much You wouldn't normally see it and I think then when you look at Dublin then they've conceded 6.61 and you know I, I do think that Clare will be coming out with a victory in this one and I just think that Dublin they're just they really are struggling at the moment Well Tipperary are certainly ones we know that they were potentially going to be in a league final back in the era of the Covid and they were supposed to be playing in a league final didn't get to play in that league final and yeah. things probably turned a bit sour for them mm-hmm. um, then with the next couple of matches because we thought that they would push on and perform a little bit as well but they didn't do Cork and Galway always renew rivalries with one another they played in all Ireland finals they were in the league final last year Galway came away with the victory in this one mm-hmm. depending on how results go at the weekend we could be looking again at a repeat of last year's uh, league final with Gar- Cork and Galway yeah. if Kilkenny do beat Tipperary and Galway can potentially beat Cork. Cork and if not we're looking at Cork and Tipperary in the league final 
Yeah, and you know what? Like, I, I, I think, I think Cork will beat Galway. And like, I hate saying this, and I'd never go against Kilkenny. But I think if you're to go on form at the moment, I do think Tipperary could pip Kilkenny this weekend. And I, again, I'm not being critical. I'm being realistic. We have to go on form here at the moment. And Tipperary are by far one of the teams in this league that are outshining a lot of people. Yeah, it's a bit like their 2020 season. Like they performed yeah. so well in the league mm-hmm. section of it. Who knows what would have happened that yeah. year? Like if they had to play in that league final, yeah. you know, we don't know. We can't go back in history and see how things are going. But if I was to put you over the matches at the weekend who do you think is going to be the two teams playing in the league final Cork and Tipperary Okay, well, that's interesting. Mm. Uh, we will wait and see with Bated Brett when it comes to that one. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about Waterford and their good form in the minor uh, championship and the way things are going for them. But success really does breed success and their intermediate team playing in the Division 1B really has helped that success, to be fair. Um, and Waterford are sitting very nicely at the top of that table with four wins from four, scoring seven goals and 80 points conceding 429 they have a new manager down there Sean Power he is certainly he has the girls flying from what we can see at the minute and they had uh, a game at the weekend where they were pl- oh no they hadn't actually they, there was only one game last weekend because it was a back game between Down and Limerick mm-hmm. and Down came away with this victory 2-13 to 1-6 which leaves games then for this weekend coming up and before I go into the games for this weekend so currently Limerick and Offaly are at the foot of the table down are safe um, Antrim have 7 points then you have Wexford and Waterford sitting at the top Waterford on 12 Wexford are on 9 points so the reason I say that is because the games at the weekend coming up have a huge bearing um, when it comes to the relegation battle and wouldn't you know it Limerick and Offaly are playing in that relegation battle and they're playing one another on Saturday coming Anya Fahi, it's a huge game for both teams. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to stay up and who is for the chop and who's going to get relegated? Like there's probably not a whole lot between these two teams, is there? No. Um like I don't know, I, I've kinda I, I feel like and I've we've been saying this, well I've been saying it in the the last couple of podcasts, I do feel for Offaly at the moment I think they really are struggling um, I think it'd be no harm for them to maybe go down a level and start their development again and I know that's not what teams want to hear and they don't want to do that and it could uh, sometimes it could be the ruination of a team and I was just going to say it it could actually have the opposite effect I know yeah. where you're coming from yeah. um, and teams in the past maybe have done that but I can see that going the other way that mm. if a team is relegated down the way you're going to get girls maybe walking away from the panel they're yeah. going to walk away from Camogie you know you're really 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 starting from scratch and then you're on a spiral downturn mm-hmm. and when you look at it all of a sudden you're back down to Division 3 now I'm not saying that's going to happen to whoever yeah. eventually does get relegated but both these teams really are struggling for form at the minute I mean when you look at Limerick in the All-Ireland quarterfinal last year you think that they might go and push on a small little yeah, bit you, you know but, expecting them to yeah but they're finding themselves in another relegation battle um 
as they were nearly last year in the league as well when we were talking about them yeah they certainly are and I suppose listen Offaly had that draw in the in the league stage as well so like they do have a point on the board and you know I suppose the way they're looking at it if they can get a win or a draw here they're, they're putting themselves safe whereas well, you Limerick know need the win that point could come vital yeah. because if this game does end in a draw mm-hmm. that draw that Offaly already has at the minute will put them on two points and will keep them safe yeah exactly so like it, it that was a huge result for them um, and you know like it, it, it does kind of take them from the very bottom of the table there but I suppose like you know this is a massive game for both teams this weekend um, really come down to the wire in the latter stages of the league like who's going to be relegated um, and who's like who's going to be safe and who's not, not going to be I suppose when you kind of look at it Limerick do have a home venue there as well um, and just literally by the skin of their teeth I'm going to go with Limerick on this one but I do think when it comes I think if there's a little bit of fight in Offaly I think this is where they really need to pull it out pull it out this weekend OK so you're giving the nod to Limerick on yeah. it just about just about yeah Right top of the table Waterford is going to play down in the SETU arena in Waterford or the old WIT arena uh, this game is down for Saturday down put it up to Waterford the first year that they come up in the championship a couple of years ago and really should have come away from Welsh Park with a victory but that's water under the bridge at this stage because I think Waterford are flying high and I don't know about you but I can only see one winner in this game Yeah absolutely and I think you know they've certainly set a precedent for themselves and they've, they've kind of set this um, winning mentality that they're going to want to bring into championship and I suppose after the great championship that they've had last year as well you know you really want to see them back up playing in Division 1A and I think for Washford this is um, this is yeah they should win they should be winning this game as well you know down having to come down is going to be a massive task for them as well but Washford just they're they're obliterating every team that they come across there I'm just going into the fixtures here just to see so uh, the top two is going to play in the 1B final with the winner promoted so there's only a league final in this one um, as well with the top two teams in it right that leaves us with Antrim and Wexford uh, there's no venue on this one at the minute because I would assume and it is going to be a home game for Antrim as well so Wexford you know they're going alright they've played four won three uh, lost only one game they're sitting nicely there at the minute um, and basically whoever wins. wins this game is literally going to be in the league final potentially uh, against Waterford because you know we think the Waterford will be down and that'll put them on 15 points so they can't be caught with it so it is between Wexford and Antrim to find out who is going to play Waterford in that league final Yeah and what a you know what a big game it's going to be for both teams there I suppose like you know Wexford having the task of having to you know travel potentially to Antrim I presume that they're going to have to travel to Antrim Well Antrim have had home games in the last uh, lot of matches so I would imagine it is going to be an Antrim Like I think when it comes to I think you know this game certainly is going to be the winner takes it all here and you know looking at in looking at Wexford there's a lot more pressure on them here I think than there is to Antrim um, but I I I'm going to slightly edge this one with Antrim. I think the home venue is going to play dividends to them. So that will put Waterford and Antrim then in the league final and who's going to win the league final then? Waterford, 100%. Just like that, back up to Division 1A where they 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 want to be. be. They need to be up there. They need to be up there if they want to be winning O'Duffy Cups and if they want to be competing in um, in All-Ireland Finals, All-Ireland Semi-Finals, they need to be competing out 1A with the likes of the Corks, the Galways, the Kilkenny's, the Tipperary's. This is where they need to be. 
Okay, Kerry and Derry and Meath are really fighting it out. Right, let's go into Division 2A. So this is 2A and I'm just checking the fixtures here again. So the top two teams uh, are playing in the league final. So it's only the top two teams again. So there's three teams there currently uh, fighting it out for uh, two spots. And Kerry um, had great wins they've played four won three drew one can't get much better than that so the games last weekend were Cavan and Meath and Meath came away with victory by one point in this one while Westmead had eight points to spare over Leash and the next lot of games which I need to push a different button here now and see if I can open up my tables in a separate one so as we said currently it was Kerry at the top of the table Derry and Meath fighting for it um, Leash are in the bottom at the minute so uh, the winner of this gets promoted to the Division 1B and the bottom team then gets relegated so currently with one more game to go it makes no difference because Leash are relegated they Westmeath have four points mm-hmm. Leash have no points with one game to go so Leash is going to be relegated down to Division 3 they're going to be playing Kerry this weekend it is Kerry and Leash so how do you see this one going like can Leash get a last victory in the league um, and give them something to cheer about or can you see Kerry getting the win in this and definitely putting him into the league final which let's be fair we'll put him in contention then for promotion yeah I think you know realistically when you look at it this way when you look at it that way I think you're going to have to really favour Kerry in that game there I know like you know they're sitting pretty at the top of it but they're really they're a team full of confidence at the moment and you've got a team like Leash who are probably very much deflated at the moment knowing that win, lose or draw they're going to be playing down Division 3 which is somewhere that they don't want to be playing no. either um, and I think they're going to be very deflated going into that game and you will be looking at Kerry to really capitalise and really kind of put their, their foot in the door there to, to move up a grade Cavan and Westmead none of them can really go in for contention for that league final spot so you know it's just for bragging rights and to get another good victory in the league before they play in their respective provincial championships so who do you see coming out of this one? Um, I think you'd have to be looking at a Westmead victory in that one as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we said, the two teams then that is vying for that final spot for the league final is between Meath and Derry. Meath of a home game in Dunamore, Ashburn. At the weekend, it's on Sunday. This one at two o'clock. So we automatically think Kyrie is going to be in the league final. Who's mm-hmm. going to be joining him? Is it going to be Derry or is it going to be Meath? Do you know what? Having to go to Meath... It's it's going to prove. I think that's going to be a vital. That's going to be a vital advantage for Mead. Having to play Mead in their own backyard, it's next to near impossible. They are extremely ruthless when it comes to it. Um, I would have always been a massive fan of Derry, but I've said it once and I'll say it again. To me, Derry don't travel well. So on that case, I'm going to. I think you're going to be looking at a Kerry Mead final. Okay, so on that pretense, if it is Kerry and Mead then that is in the Division 2A final, who's going to win it and who's getting promoted to 1B? Kerry. 
and I tell you one thing and this is no disrespect to mm. Kerry if that happens it's a fantastic Huge. achievement for them brilliant and all of the work that's been done down there well done to everybody in Kerry um, it's great to see him and we've said this yeah. like I mean Kerry would not be really a stronghold as such when it comes to Camogie but they're building a base they're working so well at it and they deserve everything that's coming to them success wise at the minute they certainly do and like they're, they're putting they've put in the work from the ground up and you can see that they're getting the rewards for it as well and I think you know what you're dead right it's something that you know it's kind of like we're saying that we want more teams like you know to be competing at the top senior level but it's great to see the likes of you know the carries um, pushing forward you know it's great to see it's great to see Cavan up in this division as well like you know making a name for themselves it's great to see Roscommon doing well too we want to see you know the not so familiar counties you know getting out there making a name for themselves and putting Camogie on the map Right moving then to 2B which is basically the second teams from most of the counties Um, so there's no promotion in this there is a a league final obviously but there is relegation as well the team that loses at the bottom of the table is going to be relegated down to 3B Kilkenny though are sitting nicely with three wins from three Mm -hmm. after a very tight one point victory down in St Mary's and Ross Lair at the weekend uh, where the score was 3-5 to 15 points Cork and uh, Galway um, was the other games and that is a victory for Cork in that one 2-15 sorry to 3-9 so that puts Kilkenny at the top of the table on 9 points with Cork sitting in 2nd place on 6 points at the minute Um, and there's only 5 teams in that group so there's an odd number so Kilkenny have a home game against Cork this weekend coming and whoever wins that will certainly I think be in the league Mm -hmm. final so how do you see this one going can Kilkenny uh, beat Cork and get into the league final well first off another great result great result for the intermediates you know he's working with a relatively new squad there as well I believe Ellen Gunner was fantastic especially in the first he made, uh, so, he made so many changes the weekend I yeah. was a bit surprised now he did say he was going to try out players in the league but we want league. to see that correct we do want to see that we're, we're craving for this to happen yeah. we're craving for girls to get in he's like with the inter, with the intermediates when it comes to it okay this is the panel you have this year that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have that same panel this year so you literally have to work fast with who you have and he's given all the guys but are look at the competition for places yeah. that's going to be there because if you don't do well and somebody else mm-hmm. is performing in a position that you're playing for exactly. you're going to be sitting on the sideline and that other player is going to be playing so yeah. competition is huge there at the minute competition certainly is huge and you know Aideen O'Connor she wasn't on the panel at the weekend because she was with the seniors like she's going to be another big addition that's going to have to come back into that personally for me I think that this game against Cork I think this is really going to te- I think this is going to be their biggest test I think it's going to actually tell them where they are and in, in which regard um, home venue, a home game as well for Kilkenny um, I, I do think Kilkenny would push the limits a bit on this one I think that James is going to go out with probably his relatively best 15 in this and I think this is where we're going, where we're going the to strongest see team. their strongest team going out on this day and I think he has to I think when you know because there's it's only the top two teams that do qualify I think he needs to he needs to push the boat out especially when it comes to Cork I think he's going to have to go out with his best 15 in this like and you know he's had three matches where he's been able to see an awful lot of girls he probably knows that there's certain girls where, right well she's that that's her position or this is this girl's position and I think you know he's spent the first three games kind of getting to know the majority of them and I think this is where he's I think the team that he would potentially put out this weekend will be as near or as close to the championship team 
now that's yeah. in saying if girls aren't taken to senior or whatever yeah, the case may be I guess what be. you're saying yeah, um, yeah. but I do think if he can get that right I do think Kilkenny will come out with a victory in so this. you think Kilkenny is going yeah. to be Cork the weekend ok yeah. Tipperary then and Wexford is the other uh, game in it. Tipperary sitting at the bottom of the table they played two no victories yet uh, Wexford with one victory out of two games and that lost to Kilkenny at the weekend so who do you see coming away with this one I think you'd have to be looking at uh, Wexford victory in this game ok to be fair I think you know Tipperary are just really struggling there at the moment they just can't seem to get to grips of the, the league now at this stage and you know Wexford they've two games played they've a loss and they have they have that win as well and I think that's going to propel them on I th- do think that they'll push themselves you know they're probably looking at it in, in the case where you know if Kilkenny can beat Cork and then if a result goes with them the, the last day out they have Wexford against Cork if Wexford can beat Cork and that they'll be looking at themselves to get into a league final Yeah we'll be looking at that because obviously Kilkenny have the boy in the last round of it and those last games are going to be played on the 8th of April so he would have a few weeks to mm-hmm. uh, to spare and to prepare for a league yeah. final alright if they were to beat Cork so Kilkenny to beat Cork and Wexford to beat Tipperary and as we said there is two other games left in that division that we will have to come back to um, later on because they're not being played until the 8th of April now talking about uh, Carlo Miners Waterford was the same Waterford was going very very well Carlo made it three wins from three with a, an emphatic victory over Wicklow at the weekend and we said that they were going to possibly be in uh, an All-Ireland or a league semi-final not an All-Ireland semi-final a league semi-final and that is going to be the case because Armagh and Ross Common are playing in the league semi-final and Carlo and Kildare is playing in the other league semi-final after Ross Common again had their own emphatic victory over Louth in Group 2 while uh, Armagh had a big victory over Tyrone and Kildare maybe not so big a victory over Mayo we may have been expecting uh, that one to be a bit more but it is going to be Carlo playing Kildare it's a home game for Carlo too on you so we're going to start with that first of all great to see Carlo in a league semi-final there as well as we said we were talking to Chap Clear uh, earlier on um, in the podcast series and we were talking to him last weekend and he's fighting hard he knows there's stiffer tests to come Kildare are they going to be the first of his stiff tests at the weekend? Sure, like they're going to be a test but I think you have to admire the, what Carlo Camogie have done over the last couple of weeks and I think you know they're certainly looking at this as you know an opportunity to get a trophy and I think you know they've been kind of they've been kind of stale on the trophy scene for a while and they're certainly going to want to you know get something into the cabinet so that they can push themselves on for a championship so I would be expecting Carlo to come out with a victory in this And the opposition then on the far side we obviously heard from uh, Rachel Merry who was an Armagh player and she's going to be coming up with her team against Ross Common mm-hmm. uh, at the weekend as well and again it's another home advantage for Armagh in this one Ross Common have to travel but can Ross Common cause an upset in this game do you think? It would be great to see it but I don't think they will I think Armagh I think you're looking at a very very juicy Division 3 final there between Armagh and Carlo well, I think it'll it be a, certainly it'll be a would great be a, one I will, yeah. if it's happened to go well I can't say if it's happened to go by last year because um, Carlo are certainly performing better than they were yeah. last year when the mm-hmm. two sides performed so um, you see Carlo and Armagh contesting then the Division 3 final yeah I Okay, would. I'm not going to ask you who's going to win that one um, because we'll wait and see when the final comes up obviously then this has been split so the teams that finished uh, in the bottom half of the table then that did qualify are put into the Division 4 semi-finals and that is Tyrone playing Louth and Wicklow playing Mayo um, in that uh, division as well so um, yeah 
I'm not going to ask you to call them because to be fair we don't and we can't really say anything much no. we don't know much about uh, the four teams to be fair to them and we're not going to be disrespectful to them either no. but if you were going on results um I would be going for a Louth and Mayo Division 4 final and that's just me the way results have been going okay I'll take your word for it Martin <laughs> you can take the you can take the the fault for that if it doesn't come through oh uh, yeah there's a lot of falls everywhere um <laughs> Right, I suppose we, look, we, we'll give a mention to the Division Three B as well. Um, there was one, there was two games actually at the weekend. Surprisingly enough, there was a match on Paddy's Day um, in Portal Known where Antrim and Clare was playing, and it was Antrim one nine, Clare two ten, and Dublin had a very impressive victory uh, over Limerick in that one by four twelve to four points. So there is games to be played um, at this game, and this is Three B. So again, top two teams in this is going to qualify for the final with promotion up to the Division 2B they skip it um, they go from 3 uh, they skip 3A and they go to the 2B instead so look uh, Clare has Dublin the weekend coming and Limerick have Offaly in that game currently the way it stands uh, Antrim Dublin and Clare uh, with 6 points from their matches played Dublin have two played Antrim three played Clare two played Limerick and Offaly sitting bottom of the table on that one there so look when it gets closer to it we'll know who's going to be playing one another but yeah right that is the very leagues Um great competition to be fair we've had some really good matches in it the minor competitions are continuing the under 16s are going to be continuing in their Leinster preparations as well the A team is going to be taking on Leash at the weekend and the B team is going to be taking on Dublin at the weekend and both of those games have been confirmed for John Locke Park in Callan on Sunday I think with a 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock throwing time on them there as well and we had the start of the club competitions last weekend as well where a lot of under 14s uh, 16s and that have started we had a couple of washouts as well I mean the amount of rain that fell over the weekend with uh, pitches and the whole lot it's finding it so hard you would think in March that the weather would be improving not at the minute it's not so hopefully sorry I had you off there for a minute hopefully um, the weather will be uh, improving an awful lot more because yeah, pitches are all closed. Oh, well, the majority of pitches are closed at the moment. So, the amount of cancellations I had last weekend because both pitches uh, from the teams were closed. You were foul, or fell foul of that as well because yeah. you were down to play, um, and both pitches in Tullerone and Carrick Shock were closed due to the weather. So, yeah. yeah um, look, best look to everyone involved. Uh, the junior Loretta Junior is playing on Wednesday coming in Darver in County Louth in their all. Ireland final it's on a Wednesday afternoon I think it's down for half past one if I'm not mistaken but I stand corrected on that so look the very best of luck to Loretto in their All-Ireland glory bound for a double in that one Um, playing Mahara as well Mm -hmm. Um, is it St. Patrick's and Mahara? St. Patrick's and Mahara yeah so um, yeah the very best of luck to them obviously best of luck to the lads as well at the weekend the hurlers uh, are going to be playing Cork in the semi-final so uh, good luck to them and we wish our neighbours in Carlo the very best of luck with their semi-final as well and hopefully we'll be able to have a chat with Chap Clear uh, at next Monday Tuesday whichever day we're going to be recording um, to check it out and see and hopefully they'll be going for uh, victory and a league final in that one 
Right, we're going to be out the weekend. We don't know where yet. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still looking. We're searching. We're trying. We might be playing water polo by the time we get to Sunday. But anyway, we will find a pitch somewhere. Supposedly, a farmer gives us an old sod somewhere. We'll put a line on it and <laughs> we'll just play it at this stage because um, it's looking. Yeah, I mean, it says a lot on you for trying to get a full size uh, all weather pitch in every county to try and get these games played and not yeah. to be trying to have a look for uh, for venues and that. But look, that's for another debate when I know but if there's any pitches available if they they might even just contact you to yeah, be great wouldn't exactly it? well we have asked the secretaries yeah. and that but um, we're still waiting right as always folks thank you very much for listening in to ourselves here on Come On Kind unbelievable we're actually in episode 7 already and we are nearly at the end of March the clocks will be changing uh, this weekend coming so don't forget that we will be on new time uh, next <laughs> weekend or next week I should say so it's nice to see the long evenings coming back in my thanks as always to Lillian in the backgrounds with her pieces of paper and keeping us sane and to Anya being back and great to have her in the hot seat again and it's uh, always good to have our opinions here and to you our listeners for downloading because without you downloading and listening we really wouldn't have a podcast and we thank you all so much for your support as we said we mightn't always get things right people might not always agree with us but again it's opinionated and everyone is entitled to it and if everyone agreed with one another including myself and Anya the world would be a very dull place podcasts are available wherever that you do get your podcasts from I'm not going to name them all out on this podcast platform because if you someone doesn't use Spotify or doesn't use Apple well use whatever you do use enjoy them we will take a break for the weekend we will enjoy the games hopefully you will as well hopefully you all had a nice Paddy's weekend and that you're all recovered from it and until next week it's a very good bye from us all here from the KCLR studios in Kilkenny and especially myself and Anya we will talk to you next week good luck bye bye this is come on kind with martin quilty and onya family 